Welcome back. Part two, episode two. April 24, 2020. Today I'm going to finish describing the rest of the pictures to conclude the story. 4.15 p.m. I messaged Jen. I wrote, Hi baby, I'm going to work on the conclusion of the rest of the pictures today and tomorrow, so you will know the rest of the story. On your cemetery cover-up Facebook post, it looks to me like you put the pictures up and it scared everyone away. Jen wrote, sounds good. And on the Facebook post, I just don't think anybody thought you had this much proof and they just don't know what to say. I wrote, yes, maybe it has overwhelmed them. But I do need to double check like a second opinion of when the tree was cut down after the storm cracked it in half. 6.18 p.m. Jen wrote, my, when my laptop charges, I will go there and see if I can find anything. I wrote, all right, baby, only when you get time, no, and thank you. Jen wrote, I didn't realize Mike unplugged my laptop the other day and it wasn't charged. I waited for Jen to contact me. A little while later, Jen called while letting her laptop charge. She asked, I'm on Google Earth and I have the cemetery pulled up. Now, which side is Megan on? I said, there's a west side and an east side. Jen interrupted and asked, is she closer to the beep Baptist church? I said, no, she's on the other side, the west side. She said, all right, I'm on Google Earth and let me take a look. I said, all right. She said, now, where is she from the entrance on the west side? She sent me a picture to identify the area. I pointed it out to her over the phone and through messages. She looked. She sent me a picture to let me view, to let me tell her where the two trees were. She looked and looked. She even looked on different web pages for the same thing. A little while later, she was sounding excited. She said, I found it. She said, do you see it? I said, yes, I do see it. Oh, wow. She said, it looks like they take a picture once a year and it looks like in the spring and then the next year in the fall. I said, all right. She said, I'm going to save these to my gallery so we will have them. I said, all right, baby, and you know the words. Thank you so much. We talked a little longer and her and her family were going for a walk, so we let each other go. 9.57 p.m., I sent Jen a message. I wrote, I wanted to send these pictures to you, and I sent her two pictures of Madison probing. I wrote, Madison probed the area where they said they cut a tree down. There is no tree stump there. She wrote, I can see that. Wow. I wrote, we even probed where the tree should stand if there was ever a tree there. I sent Jen two more pictures. No tree stump there either. I wrote, I know where my baby's at, where she's been since 1999, and I know those headstones were moved 100%. Jen wrote, 
and I believe you 100%. I wrote, I want to send those pictures so you can add them before you get started on the conclusion. She wrote, all right, I can do that. I sent her another picture of the water still laying on the ground from two days prior. I wrote, that's what it looked like today from two days earlier. And have a good night, baby. She wrote, good night and I love you. Hours later and after I was asleep, Jen had sent a message. She wrote, I found when the tree cracked in half and was cut out by the city between May 2010 and October 2011. April 25th, 2020, I saw Jen's message first thing this morning and I was excited. And I kind of knew it was 2010 because Madison and I had checked Google Earth in 2018 and we had thought it was 2010 then. So when I talked to my lawyer and the way he talked to me, I thought we need to double check. And oh my gosh, thank you, Jen. I finished writing the timeline and I have the pictures I'm going to use and I just have to put them in order. April 26, 2020. It's such an emotional day. I've cried off and on. Dear God, guide me as you have been doing and I know I will be all right. Amen. Madison and I went to the lake. We walked the trails for a quarter of a mile and then we, when we were done, we turned around and we left the lake. We went to eat and on our way home, we went to the cemetery. There's still water laying on the ground, but her flowers are still under the tree. And thank you for that. I drove home to relax. April 27, 2020. Happy birthday, Jen. Today's a bittersweet day for us. It's Jen's birthday, my niece, and the young lady that offered to help me with this. It's also the day Wyatt passed away. I'm happy for Jen, but underneath, I'm an emotional wreck. Madison and I went to the cemetery this afternoon to let off two red heart balloons. Of course I'm crying, but we visited with Wyatt, then with Megan. It looks to be drying up. April 28, 2020, 4.47 p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, I have the rest of the pictures and the descriptions done. I will send you the pictures and information. Do you know if your dad has heard anything yet? Jen wrote, I will post the rest of the pictures and the descriptions when I can, and my dad has not heard anything back yet. April 29, 2020. When I woke up this morning, my heart felt heavy. I rolled over in bed and laid there a bit thinking. In my mind, I thought, I need to get the video done. I need to make it go viral. That's what I need to get done to get this case moving in the right direction, hopefully. Madison is off work today, so when we, when we leave, we will go to the cemetery and I'm going to take my video camera with me. I will first have to check to see if it's dried up. But this is just another example of how much I visit the cemetery.
Today's my mom's birthday, and I go there to feel close to her on her birthdays, even though she's not buried in that cemetery. And because we couldn't video today in the cemetery, Madison and I decided to take a ride outside of the city. It's nice just to get away for a little while, and it was nice. We laughed so hard and I needed it. Thank you, Madison. 8.30 p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, Hi, baby. I can't talk about the pictures tonight. With Wyatt's day the other day and Grandma's birthday today, I have been having some emotional moments. But if you want, maybe tomorrow, if you are available. April 30th, 2020, 7.41 p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, Hi, baby. The ancestry DNA thing you did, does it test ashes? And how much of the ashes would I need, or do they need all of them? Jen wrote, the ancestry and DNA only does saliva, but I can try to find information out, but it may take some time. I wrote, all right, baby. Man, it's been stressful these past couple days. Can we talk about the pictures tomorrow to conclude about the dirt pile and the probing? Then we can move into them fixing the drain and the court order and then go into the day of the digging. And the dark lines. I have been looking at pictures laying here on my phone. The dark lines are not there on the 16th of November. They're not there on the 21st of November. But on November 22nd, the dark lines are there after they were done fixing the corner of the street, widening the corner of the east-west street. There is a dark line, one on each side of the headstones. Jen wrote, yes, we can do it another time. I wrote, will it ever be over, baby? Jen wrote, yes, it will. We just need to find that right person. Please keep us in your thoughts and prayers. May 1st, 2020. I went to the cemetery this afternoon and it looks to be drying up. I took a few pictures and her flowers are still there and I'm happy to see that. When I returned home, I messaged Jen. 5.34 p.m. I wrote, Hi baby, are you going to be busy tonight? I'm going to get the pictures to send to you. Let me know if you're up for it. Jen wrote, I will be available later. I wrote, all right, I'm going to get the pictures ready to send to you. Then later when you can, you can let me know. I got the pictures ready to send to Jen. 9.04 p.m. Jen messaged, Aunt M, can we do the pictures tomorrow? I have had a migraine all day. I wrote, yes, baby, rest and get rid of it. Let me know tomorrow when you're ready and have a good night. I pray she feels better. May 2nd, 2020. The whole darn week has been emotional. This Saturday, I'm finding myself crying off and on. I find myself feeling sorry for myself. I find myself feeling sorry for all the loved ones in the area of the cemetery. And it's so hard at times. And I have to remind myself, I'm not giving up on this. 
and I keep moving forward. I'm waiting on Jen to call her message. And as the afternoon went on, I did not hear anything from her, so I messaged her. And because of the migraine she had last night, I was just really checking on her. 8.03 p.m. I wrote, Hi, baby. How are you doing? Are you all right? Jen wrote, Yes, I'm doing better. I was just getting ready to message you to see if you wanted to finish sending and describing the pictures. I wrote, Yes, give me about five minutes. Jen wrote, all right. 8.13 p.m., I called Jen. We talked for about an hour and a half. I sent Jen the pictures and the description. I sent her the timeline. I'm so grateful for Jen to double check when the tree was removed due to a storm that cut it in half. I repeat, the north tree was cut out between May 2010 and October 2011. Thank you again, Jen. Thank you for posting those pictures. And I look forward to posting the rest of the pictures to the timeline and working to try to get something done. May 5th, 2020, 11.21 a.m. I wrote, Hi, baby. Madison's off work today, so we are going to go to the cemetery and reenact those pictures. And if it's not too busy out there, I'm going to see if I can do the video. If you have any hints or tips while videoing, let me know and I will talk to you later. Jen wrote, with the video, if you can do it, make sure that you explain everything. And even if you start to cry, it's all right because that's going to show people how upset this has made you. So just don't hold anything back. I wrote, all right, baby, I will try to do this. I will try, but I doubt I can. I have a problem when I talk about it. 7.43 p.m., I called Jen to start sharing with her more information. And we did not get to do the video today either. We talked for three and a half hours. I sent Jen a picture from 2004 and we reenacted three pictures from 2020. I sent her the pictures and we both worked on the descriptions. Jen even offered to look up the news segment of the lady being on TV talking about the cemetery flooding all the time. She then said, I have the pictures and the descriptions, and I will edit the rest of it and put it together tomorrow. It was late, so we said our good nights. May 6, 2020, 8.37 a.m. When I woke up this morning, I was getting message after message for the days and the timeline Jen did last night. First, I saw a screenshot of the news segment that aired on January 15, 2019. Jen wrote, here are all the pictures edited. Let me know what you think. I looked at the pictures, I looked at the descriptions, and I believe Jen did a great job. I wrote and I told her, looks good, sounds good, you did good. Madison and I went to the cemetery today. They mowed the grass, but the flowers we put under the tree in February are still there. Wow, 
it speaks volumes to me. It's like an act of guilt. I asked Madison, do you see that as an act of guilt? She looked at me and said, uh-huh. We drove through to see Wyatt, then back by Megan to take a full view picture. There's still water laying in the different areas from the rain we had overnight. It wasn't as bad this time as other times though. May 9, 2020, five long years. I have been so emotional throughout the day. I even mentioned if I would have known what I know now, I would have definitely done something different. Madison made me feel a little better by saying, it wasn't meant for you to do anything different. I looked at her and agreed. Man, the tears come like a waterfall. I walked outside for a little bit and came back in and I knew Madison could tell I had been crying. I played it off as though it was my allergies just from being outside. I know why and where the tears are coming from. I want the cemetery case to be over, but not in a way that nothing's done about it. It needs to be fixed. I want to be happy with the rest of my life but not being happy with the choice the city decided to make. May 12, 2020. It's been raining overnight and into this morning. I'm keeping good thoughts. Good thoughts I can go to the cemetery and do the short version of the story. Mother Nature, please let it dry out for one morning, one afternoon, just enough for me to get the story told. I have been waiting for it to dry up out there. We have had rain for the past three nights, but as soon as it does, we are ready. Everything's in the car that we are going to use to mark the different spots. I even thought of wearing waders, and I'm still thinking that. And that would show too that it's still flooding, even after they fixed it. But on the other hand, I don't want to be sick from it either. So I will wait. I believe we do have still chances of rain. I sent Jen a message. I wrote, hi baby, we got two more that joined the page. Your cousin Brian is one of them and that makes me happy to see. And it doesn't look to be clearing up today, although I'm still riding through the cemetery, but I." There is water laying on the ground, so I know I will not be able to take any video or any other pictures right now. I will wait, or like my thought is, I will wear the waders if I have to. And I just heard the news and we are expecting more rain overnight. So that means we will, not, we will have to wait three days to a week for it to dry out. But as I have said, I'm ready whenever the time is right. Jen wrote, and that's it. You will be ready when the time is right. 5.03 p.m. Madison drove to the cemetery. Oh my gosh, why can't we just get this done? I messaged Jen and I wrote, when you are done posting the last of the pictures, are you going to be ready to start calling the attorneys? You will have the whole case in front of you to send to them. Jen wrote, yes, I will, and ready to also send them with a link to the group. I wrote, 
I'm sorry I can't do the talking. I try talking about this and all I do is cry. Jen wrote, it's all right. I will do the talking, I will do the calling. Then a thought came to my mind. The people at the city of beep, what if this was your granddaughter, your daughter, your son, your brother or sister, your mother or father? That's all I have to say right now. May 13, 2020. This evening, Jen is going to finish the pictures on her post. I'm hoping every day that something works. This needs to be known about. 7.27 p.m. Jen messaged. I'm going to finish the pictures this evening. I said, I appreciate it all too, baby. We will be able to get this finished. and Maybe by next week, Jen can talk to a natural disaster lawyer that will want to help. May 14, 2020, 7.23 p.m., I called Jen. We talked about what she had been doing, and then she had to let me go, and she messaged me later. 7.53 p.m., Jen wrote, Hey, Aunt M, what do you think about me posting this? So that way, people that look at the page know that if they ever had a problem, they can post about it. And she wrote, we want everyone to know that this group is not just for beep cemetery in beep beep. It's for all cemeteries that have issues with any type of disasters or damages to headstones and plots. We want to show people that they are not alone in dealing with these problems from funeral homes and cemeteries. After I read it, I wrote to Jen, sounds great. Jen posted it at 10.04 p.m. May 15, 2020. I sent Jen a message. I wrote, I'm sending you the names and contacts of lawyers. Here comes the law firms. Let me know when you get this. I will also keep looking in and around the surrounding states. I will get the other two pictures taken and send them to you also. We are getting storms right now, so it may be a little while. I sent Jen 19 lawyers' names. I wrote, let me know if you got these. Jen wrote, I got them all. I wrote, that will be a good start. Jen said, yes, it will be. After I had lunch with Madison, I drove to the cemetery and Megan's flowers are still there. It's important for me to see that they are still there. When I arrived home at 4.53 p.m., I sent another picture to show that the flowers are still there. I wrote, something just has to work. Jen wrote, someone has to feel guilty for being involved. I wrote, that's what I'm hoping for. Jen wrote, I hope so too. 4.19 p.m., I sent the copies of papers to Jen of my mistakes, or the mistakes I think I made. Jen and I were talking, and I had mentioned the mistakes I made throughout this. May 9, 2015 to November 26, 2020.
mistakes I made. Number one, we should have just went into getting Megan dug up when this all started. Thought they were going to help in good faith though. We should have made arrangements to have her dug up instead of saying anything. Number two, I didn't get up in the middle of the night when I was awoken up by a premonition, an intuition, a bad feeling to go to the cemetery at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I said at that time, I will go in the morning. I did to find men working on the East West Street. Number three, we told we said what was in Megan's casket to identify her. We gave them the blanket and the Bible. Although what was in her casket with her was her little white dress and little shoes, white silky and cotton receiving blanket she was wrapped in, a yellow Easter bunny, the Bible her name was engraved in, and a crocheted blanket. What they claimed to be in the casket was a crocheted blanket, an angel pendant, and the liner to the casket. Number four, I should have. Nicole and I should have waited to sign any papers until after we signed them too early. Day before Nancy from the funeral home called, Matt called saying, the city attorney, beep, beep, wants this over with. If we wouldn't have signed any papers, they couldn't have cremated anything until we did. I wrote, these are for you, the list of mistakes I've made along the way. I've really tried hard to think about what they were, and these are the ones I can come up with. Just keep them for you. Jen wrote, I will. I'm sorry today has not been a good day. I wrote, for me neither. So damn emotional. Are you all right? Jen wrote, yes, I'm all right. And I don't really think these are mistakes. You never had to deal with this before, so you didn't know. I wrote, in my heart, I feel as though they were mistakes. But throughout all this, if four mistakes was all I made, I didn't do too bad. 6.25 p.m. I called Jen with no answer. I left the message. Jen wrote, call you in a few minutes. I'm on the phone with my dad. 6.44 p.m. Jen called. We talked for a little over an hour, and I'm grateful at times when I get a call and I can talk to someone to keep my mind off the emotional side of all of this. Thank you, Jen. Madison and I are going for a drive today, and I know we will go to the cemetery. I need to get the video at the cemetery done, but right now I need space, space to breathe. I have been so emotional these past two days and I just want to be able to live, to think without being sidetracked, to feel, to feel something, anything other than hurt. I wear my heart heavy and it's exhausting. We did take a ride 
we wrote out to beep, beep. We got some late lunch, early dinner. I also saw a funnel cake trailer, so that was our dessert. Man, that white powder, the confectionery sugar, gets all over everywhere. But it's fun to get into as long as you're outside. On our way home, we went by this couple stores. Madison is looking for black jeans or dark blue, blue ones. The stores didn't have black ones, but we will keep looking. We did make it to the cemetery before dark. I drove by Wyatt's first, passing Megan, but on the opposite side of the cemetery. I drove on toward the front of the cemetery, going towards Megan's area, and I took a few pictures, as I always do. When I arrived home, I looked at the pictures of the day. There's a green dot in two different pictures. I freaked. What is that? What does that mean? I mean, I've heard of this kind of stuff, but it freaks me out when I saw it. And of course, I know nothing about what the colors of the orbs mean. I messaged a friend I thought would know. I sent her two pictures with the green dots in them. I wrote, Patricia Kay, look at these pictures. The green dot is right where Megan is buried. That's today. Patty wrote, oh my Lord, how did you know I was here researching? My God. I wrote, I didn't, but what's the meaning of the green dot like that? That's crazy. Patty wrote, M, you know darn well that's Megan. You do not give up on this. Wow, if that's not proof, what is? She said, I have goosebumps. Do you want me to post these pictures? Oh my God. I wrote, those flowers are hers, just stuck in the ground. They mow and mow around the flowers, but they don't remove them. Patty wrote, doesn't get any clearer than that. And how did you know to message me when you did? I had just picked up my phone to do research. Get rest, you and me both, or we won't be able to be able to fight. God's on our side and he has all power over us if we ask him. You get rest, me too. Somehow, M, we will figure this out. I wrote, thank you. And yes, I will rest. I had to quit crying and I'm going to think positive about this. Patty wrote XO, meaning hugs and kisses. 9.28 PM, I messaged Jen. I sent her the two pictures. I wrote, Jen, this is from today. Look at the two different pictures, same, but taken at different times. Right where the green dot is, is where Megan is buried. Jen wrote, did you put the green dot there? I wrote, no, it showed up in the pictures when I went back to look at the pictures from the day. Not just once, but twice. Jen wrote, oh my God, that's amazing. I wrote, what does it mean? It means something. I said, I'm messaging Patty too to find out if she knows. Jen wrote, I will look. I wrote, Patty said it's the heart. She said, that's Megan, and it's so weird. Jen wrote, it's a sign telling you that everything's going to be okay and that this will get resolved. 
I wrote, oh my God, baby, please be all right. It's just got to be all right. While I'm messaging with Jen, I'm messaging with Patty and I'm crying. Patty wrote, M, I know you're upset, but calm down. This is good. That's Megan. You know it is. I said, I know it's just so darn emotional. I have been emotional these past days and I can't stand it. I'm a mess. She said, you need to calm down and I will tell you. This is good. Megan's there for you. Then Jen wrote, what she thought it meant may be truth too, because the green dot means similar things to what she's saying. After I was done on the phone, I went back on the page to tell Megan, I adore you, my angel. Thank you, dear God. Give me the peace and strength. 11.24 p.m., I messaged Lisbeth. Lisbeth is a girl I watched grow into a beautiful young lady that she is now. Madison's best friend who has followed us in this case because she's one that knows too where Megan is laid to rest. I sent her two pictures of the green dot. I wrote, Lisbeth, what does this mean? I know Lisbeth likes this kind of stuff and she likes studying it. I wrote, see the flowers where Megan is? But what's that green dot? Do you know what that means? It means something. She sent an app of what the different green aura means. Light green aura means it indicates love, healing, and innocence. Lisbeth wrote, it just, I just looked up the aura colors and she sent a heart emblem. I wrote, thank you so much. I knew you would know. Lisbeth wrote, of course. I wrote, I love you, baby, and thank you. Lisbeth wrote, I love you too, and any time, I'm here for you. I sent her the pit third picture I took of the day. I wrote, this is the third picture I took today. Do you see a dot? Madison spotted one. When you see it, let me know. Lisbeth wrote, I see it clearly. And yes, oh my gosh, it's a white aura. And you know, since white means pure and the green means innocent and healing, I wrote, yeah, that's Megan. She's still here with us. It makes me wonder who I have, if anybody. It may just be what was inside the casket. Because besides the blanket and the Bible, I witnessed in the casket. That's all that there was left. My God, Lisbeth, pray for us. I can't quit crying. Lisbeth wrote, so I'm guessing the innocence part means that you're not guilty and that you know you're right and that Megan is still pure and she doesn't deserve all this trouble, but it will be worth it in the end and she can finally rest. I wrote, oh my God, yes. Lisbeth wrote, I'm still praying for you every single night. I wrote, there's a meaning for each order and you nailed it. Thank you, thank you so much. Lisbeth wrote, I've loved learning about spirits. Of course, you need me anytime. 
I wrote, oh, so you did see the white dot. She wrote, yes, I did. The first thing I noticed. I wrote, thank you again, and I know it's late, and I probably shouldn't have bothered you with this, but I knew you would know. Elizabeth wrote, it's okay. You can text me at any hour of the day. I'm always here to support and help the best I, of my ability. I wrote, I think she's telling us we are on the right path. Elizabeth wrote, yes. Since her orb is around the same area, she's sending you signals. Just keep pushing and you'll be able to prove them wrong. I wrote, that's my thought too, baby. Thanks again. She's truly an angel. Elizabeth wrote, yes, a pure and loving angel. And you know to never give up. There's an angel on your side protecting you and watching you along the way. I wrote, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I can't quit crying and I love you, but I have to go lay down. Have a good night. Elizabeth wrote, don't be sorry. You have emotions and this is also overwhelming. Yes, go get some rest and have a good night. Thank you. May 18, 2020. After I was labeled to lay down to close my eyes last night, thinking about the afternoon and the rest the visit at the cemetery. I thought to myself, I had asked three special angels to help us, send someone to help. As I laid there thinking, after I asked them that, I went to see Megan and that's when I took the three pictures. When I arrived home from the cemetery, I looked at the pictures of the day and that's when I saw the orbs. Was it them? Was it them helping Megan to show me? I don't know. Some things are just unknown, unmentionable, unseen. You just don't know. When I woke up this morning, I was thankful. I was thankful for taking pictures over the years. I say this all the time. Pictures tell a story. If you don't take the pictures, there's so much you could miss unsure still of where the green dots came from or why they appeared. I know it's Megan giving me another sign. I know, I feel it. I know that Megan and Wyatt are here with me. Thank you, my angels. 9.06 a.m. I sent the third picture to Patty and Jen. I wrote to Jen, this is the third picture do you see any dots? Madison pointed one out, and I want to see if others see it too. Jen wrote, oh my. I wrote to Patty. This is the third picture I took yesterday. Do you see any dots? 10.33 a.m. Patty wrote, yes, I see it. I did comment on the post. I belong to a group, Angel Stuff Group, on Facebook. I'm trying to flag attention your way. Did you get any sleep? I wrote, the white dot aura is to the right of the tree. Yes, I slept and I feel good today. My angels are truly angels. Thank you, babies, Megan and Wyatt. Just now, as I look at the clock on the time, it's 2.16 p.m. Wyatt's birth date. 
May 19, 2020. Today's the day my mother passed away. I felt a sense of peace. I love and miss her every day. Rest in peace, Mom. 12.19 p.m. Jen message. She wrote, I'm working on the email that I will be sending to those lawyers. When I get it done completely, I will send it to you and you can read it. And if there's any changes that needs to be done before I send it, you can let me know. I wrote, uh, okay, thank you. Jen wrote, you are welcome. I told you I would do it and I'm going to. I wrote, all right, thank you, baby. 2.07 p.m., Jen wrote, did you want the site to be called the same thing as the Facebook page? I wrote, what do you think? I will leave that up to you, baby. It's up to you. May 20th, 2020. This morning, Madison went to take her driver's road test. She passed. After we were done and we were on our way to the tag agency, she drove through the cemetery. They are finishing with a funeral, and I thought when I first looked at Megan's area, it looked as though the flowers were gone. But when we got closer, Madison said, her flowers were still there. I said, are they? She said, yes, they are. I looked over and yes, they were still there. Madison drove past Wyatt, turned around to go back by Megan's without interfering with where the funeral was. They were cleaning up afterwards. We left the cemetery and went to a tag agency to get Madison's license. I'm so proud of her. 1.27 p.m. Jen and I talked about the information she had found of the natural disaster lawyers. We wanted, she wanted me to read the email, so she did. She said, if there's anything you want me to change, just stop me at the point to let me know. I said, all right. She started reading. When she was finished, I said, perfect. Nothing needs to be changed. She's looking up attorneys' names and information. She sent six different lawyers the email. She said, if I hear anything back from any of these lawyers, I will let you know. I said, all right, baby, and thank you, and you have a good evening. 5.43 p.m., I wrote to Jen. When you can, send me the names of the ladies down there. Jen wrote, Right now, I completely forgot about it since I was doing these emails. She sent me the four women's names. I wrote, all right, thank you. Jen wrote, let me know if you find any of them. I wrote, I will. 7.55 p.m., my sister Susie called this evening and we were talking about the cemetery and she said she might have some pictures that can help. I said, really? She said, let me look. I said, if you have any pictures of the cemetery, send them to Jen or I. Susie start looking at her pictures and she's looking at them and telling me what they are. 8.51 PM, Susie sent me about 12 pictures. Not any that could help right now, but she said she have, may have more on her phone. 
We talked until 11.30 p.m. and she said she will contact one of our uncles to see if he can give us any advice or lead us to anyone that could help us. I did remind her to contact our uncle before we hung up the phone. She said she would. May 21st, 2020. I woke up this morning to two more people that joined the cemetery Facebook page. I'm so very grateful for it too. Grateful for all. Jen messaged at 11.43 a.m. She wrote, someone asked to join the group page on Facebook. I wrote, we gotta get anyone and everyone to join. I just talked with my nurse because I didn't want to go into the clinic. So she does phone calls and I told her about the page and she's going to join and invite all her friends. I wrote, yes, and who was it that wanted to join the page? Jen wrote, her name is Beep. I said, yes, that's my nurse. Accept her to the page. Jen wrote, I did accept her. She's already on it. She can invite anybody she wants to. Madison and I rode through the cemetery this afternoon. Megan's flowers are still there. Another day, and I'm thankful for that. Now I'm hoping with three more people joining overnight and into today that we can get the attention we need for this. Please. 7.10 p.m. I messaged Jen. I wrote, I was talking to someone about an hour ago and he said, we need someone that knows tort law. Do you know what or who that is or pertains to? Jen wrote, no, but I can try to look it up. So they are saying we need a civil lawyer. She sent a brief ad of what the tort laws are. I wrote, yes, that's it. I have started civil lawyers, but when the one in beep, couldn't help me, I turned to you. Jen wrote, all right, so what I will do tomorrow, I will look up civil lawyers in other states. Tomorrow, if you could look up a few, beep, beep, since you already had dealings with some lawyers there, because I don't want to mess up. I wrote, yes, I will, and I will send them to you as soon as I know any. And thank you, baby. She wrote, you are welcome. 8.42 p.m., I messaged Jen again. I wrote, those four ladies' names you gave me the other night, I found all four on Facebook, there, but there's several of them. Beep, there's like four of her. Beep, there's like 26 different ones. Beep, there's seven of her. Beep. 28 of her, but all names are on Facebook. Jen wrote, uh, I wrote, why baby, who are they? Jen wrote, those are the women from the news stories about the flooding. I was hoping to find them and get them to join the group because I think they would be interested in letting people know how it floods also. I wrote, yes, the names of some of them are from Jen wrote, if I screenshot what they look like, could you see if any of them look like these women? I wrote, yes, I can match them up. Jen wrote, 
Okay, let me see if I can get good screenshots of them. I wrote, all right. Jen wrote, the dark-haired lady, beep, beep. And the other one is, beep, beep. Jen sent me a picture of the two ladies at the cemetery. The ladies were furious about the flooding of the cemetery. Then she sent me two pictures of the other ladies. She wrote, this is beep. Her daughter was buried there and she was one of the volunteers that helped clean up the cemetery after the tornado. And so is beep. She's the one in the blue shirt. But also maybe see if this woman beep, beep is on Facebook. She was in the other news story about the flooding. I wrote the beep and the beep is a popular name down here. I will check on beep, beep too. Jen wrote, well, not to be worried about those two because they were volunteers, but it would be nice to find the other three. I wrote, all right, the dark haired lady Beep, resides in, beep, beep, went to, beep, high school. But this lady looks like the picture you sent. Jen wrote, all right, I will look her up. I wrote, all right. Beep, these two ladies might be related. Jen wrote, they are sisters. I wrote, beep. I looked, but so many, I can't tell if it's her. She was a blue shirt volunteer. Beep, it's not on Facebook. Not many of those names at all. Jen wrote, all right, I will have to message them and send them a link to the group page. I wrote, beep, beep, is not on Facebook either. Most likely in beep or beep. Jen wrote, all right. I wrote, sorry, I found two out of five. Jen wrote, how does this sound? And she was writing a message to one of the women. Hi, beep, you do not know me, but I have been doing research on beep cemetery to help my aunt. I came across a news story and you were in about the cemetery flooding. My aunt has been dealing with the city for years about this problem, and we have started a Facebook group about it. I was hoping you would take a look at it and also tell me if you or your family have had any problems in the cemetery and the flooding. I wrote, that sounds great. Jen wrote, okay, I'm going to message her. I wrote, all right, and thank you. Jen wrote, or should I wait until tomorrow? It is later in the evening. I wrote, yes, I would wait, but whoever you think to send it to, send it. Just keep track of who you are sending it to. Jen wrote, I will, and I think that if B sees it, she will tell her sister and they will hopefully join. I wrote, we had five join this week, so we just have to keep going. And thank you, baby. Jen wrote, yes, we do, and I will until we get some help. I wrote, yes, and I will look up some more lawyers tomorrow. Our governor's name is Beep, Beep. 
a Congress lady named Beep, Beep. And when I think of any more names, I can send them to you. Jen wrote, all right. I wrote, Beep, Beep, running for Congress. And I'm just sending names as I hear and see them. It may help us too to send to people running for office. Then it may open doors to draft the laws with one or more of them. Jen wrote, that's a good idea. Everyone have a safe and well night. May 22nd, 2020, 2.50 p.m. Jen wrote, hey, Aunt M, letting you know that I sent the message to the beep lady. 4.01 p.m. I wrote, yay, that's so awesome. I love you and thank you, baby. I wrote, I'm going to look through my paperwork in a bit and send you some of the civil lawyers' names. I was busy earlier or I would have already had done it. Jen wrote, all right. 7.40 p.m. I wrote to Jen. Okay, this is what I found. I looked under civil tort lawyers. I sent her seven different names and phone numbers. No emails, just phone numbers, and you would have to look them up to send emails because I couldn't find them. Jen wrote, all right, I will look it up and try to find emails for them. I wrote, all right, thank you, baby. And I know you know so much of this case, but you may want to read it again and again in case they have questions for you. Jen wrote, I will, and I will have it pulled up on my computer when I talk to them. I wrote, and you will do good. I know you will. May 23rd, 2020. I have had a busy day today. I had about five different errands to run and I did get them finished. And when I arrived back home, I actually felt really good to have some independence back. 11.58 AM, I messaged Jen. I wrote, here are two more names. You might want to look them up to see who they are, what they could do. Speaker, beep, 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 House of Representatives and Beep, beep. I don't know who they are or what they can do for us, but it wouldn't hurt. Jen wrote, all right, I will look them up. I wrote, thank you and have a good day. On my way home, Jen messaged me. I couldn't read the message right then. 1.38 PM, Jen messaged. I just sent out another 10 emails. I'm looking for more. Beep, beep, a producer for news. Beep, do you want me to contact him? Then Jen called my phone. I pulled over to talk to her. She wanted me to know what the message said. We both decided to wait to send an email to beep, beep, until later. Jen said, I will put him in the category with beep, beep, and beep, I said, yes, you just said what I was getting ready to tell you. She said, all right, I just messaged you all that, but I wanted you to know what I did before I send any more. I sent one to the governor also. I said, 
all right. Yeah, do what you need to do. She said, all right, I'm going to send some more to some others. When I arrived home, I messaged Jen. I wrote, oh yeah, I copied the maps and I will get them in the mail to you. Jen wrote, all right, and thank you. Happy Memorial Day weekend to all. Stay safe and well, and God help us. May 24, 2020. My day started out peaceful, and I'm happy when I'm feeling this kind of feeling. 10.36 a.m., I received a message from Jen. We messaged back and forth for a little while. I sent her a message after I found this picture. It was taken on November 21st, 2019. That day, they were working on the east-west street to widen it four days before they dug Megan's headstone up. I sent Jen the picture. I wrote, when you get time, I know you have a lot on your mind, but do you see lines in front of Megan's headstone or the rock headstone between the lines? This picture was taken at 12.41 p.m. They weren't working out there at that time, but the next morning at 8.03 a.m., they had the street cut out, placed boards in to have the cement poured. I think it's a crucial piece of evidence. Jen wrote, oh, wow. After Madison went back to work, I went to the cemetery. I took pictures. It's flooded. Her flowers are still there. Someone put an American flag on some plots that served in war. I noticed an American flag near Megan's area, but no headstone. I'm hoping that someone came to put a flag on their loved one's plot and they noticed their loved one's headstone was not where they thought it should be. And it's a bigger flag than some of the other flags. So that's a wish that I wish would come true. But of course the area is covered in water and it's so sad. May 24, 2020. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you, Dad, Bob, Jim, John, Steve, and all the others for serving our country. I love you, Megan and Wyatt. Thank you for listening. I look forward to you listening to the next episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact me at Emily McMahon. E-M-I-L-Y-M-C-M-A-H-A-N, lowercase letters, 208 at gmail.com. Thank you and stay kind with your words.